You are now watching episode five of the Podical Sons podcast featuring Lance Newman and Brandon Newman, your brothers from another, but we're the brothers from the same mother. And we rocking out here doing another podcast. Very, very thankful for all of you guys who are listening and reaching out and responding and communicating about our ventures. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's um, been the, 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 the response has been very... Uh, motivating it's been very uh, affirmative affirm affirmating Aff- affirmative affirm affirmating i can't tell you where you want to go with it i don't know where i went with it that's the problem it's made you feel good affirming affirming boom is that a willie beeman jersey brandon <laughs> yes. i'm just now noticing yes. so he comes in with the ravens hat and i was like okay the ravens thing i get and I just assumed it was a Ravens jersey. And then upon closer look, it's a shark with the number 13 at, at the bottom. It's a steaming Willie Beeman jersey. Uh, shout out to the lids in, Holly, in uh, uh, Hollywood. Where, where do we go right after you guys did uh, Family Feud? Hollywood. We'll get to this a little bit later. There was a ho- But no, ho- where's the... Uh, it was like Universal Studios. You, thank, thank you. Thank Universal, you so much. Universal Studios. Yeah. Uh-huh. So at, the Universal Studios lids is the only place that they have like specialty jerseys. What? And for maybe I'm crazy, we were yeah, dressing up for Halloween. Oh my goodness. And Great episode. I don't know who had the, I think it was Joy. Yeah. Joy, Joy, had, the, Joy had the idea to, because oh. she dressed up as Al Pacino. New Sheen did the wig. She was looking perfect. Perfect. Uh, costume by Joy. And me and Hella were just like frantically thinking like how we get this jersey. And then I think I realized how I can get it or where it was in the city. We drove there. We picked it up. Anyways, I wear this all the time when I wear my Ravens hat because Lamar Jackson is yeah. like I want him to be like He's Willie a, Beeman-ish. a evolved version of Steeman Willie Beeman. I like that. You know what I mean? I like in that. The, in, the, in the NFL and, and growing up, my favorite football movie was Any, Any Given Sunday. So my name is Willie. I connect the two. Lamar Jackson is one of many Baltimore Ravens on the COVID list who are currently out because of COVID and will not be playing the proposed Steelers game that is going to be on today, uh, Tuesday. But you're going to see them do great things. No, none of them are going to be playing because they're off COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to break. So when they come back, I'm saying I'm saying I think this game is not going to do well. And also, we don't know what COVID does to your insides. Cam Newton have it, and he hasn't played well since he's gotten back from having it. Oh yeah, it. maybe that break yeah. is bad. No, I think no, it's not a break. It's 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 a it's a illness. It's a it's a illness. It's, it's a, a break caused by an illness. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where that's where we're at, man. That's so, where we're at. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, you asked about the jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, how is everyone's Thanksgiving? Please, yeah. Uh, lean in, talk to us. Uh, we. Uh, had a a spat that we usually would do. The last podcast was pretty contentious. Um, actually, it would be a good time, like a segment of airing out stuff, but that's not for for right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were, yeah, we were very. I was, I was, I was in a mood, and and Lance put me in it in my mind, so I was off the last podcast. And then for Thanksgiving, we had a, an issue where let me. I wrote it. I wrote it. Down. I was like, shouts out to our mom and our wives for cooking. Yeah, uh, it was out. a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know it was a lot wonderful. of people did Great food. like intimate uh, Thanksgiving awesome with their family. We usually would have done that at somebody's house and then went to two other people's house type of thing. Is like how we would usually have done that, but that's why we were more COVID it's, safe. It's 2020, y'all. People yes. got kids. I can't. I'm not packing up all these kids to hop from house to house. It's not that happening. That's true. That is One a big spot. thing. I know. I feel like uh, Eric Gerard. Shouts out to Eric. He came mm. over uh, the other day. Oh, cool. And uh, it was before. 
Michelle and Carter really got sick. Uh, they got the sniffles. No, no, no COVID. They say runny nose actually is not a symptom from COVID. So that's the, their their mucus running out of their nostrils. So let us know that they are not COVID. Cool. Uh, but anyways, um, Eric came over mm, and I, I, like I felt that. bad asking him to come over because I'm sure he's staying with his mom and his parents. I'm sure they want to see us, but like. Packing up the baby is such a big yeah. Like, it's a huge it's thing. It's an ordeal. It's a, yeah. What? It's a, yeah. It's more. It's a, it's a lot of things. So we had, we had we packed up and we were fifteen over minutes per kid on preparation I mean, time yeah, to to just, leave. This is just for experience. I got beef real quick. Yeah. I got beef with the kid people that don't have kids because they just out here that is enjoying so weird. No, but listen though, I only got beef with them because they always. Like they flaunt it, they 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 write tweets about it. it. There is tweets all about like, hmm, uh, I can't I can't imagine like, and then they got advice for I can't imagine what it's like to not be able to get up and go out the country, bitch. I'm out here, you know what I mean? Or I'm not dating nobody with kids. Like I I, I don't date nobody with kids. I ain't got none on the uh, J Cole. If <laughs> um, I would have to be his father too. Uh, Which song is that? No role models. Yeah, no role models. Is it really? If your son get pregnant, I'm gonna be a. F- or you just had a baby. I'm not a J Cole fan. So anyway, wow. y'all just flaunting the stuff, right? Y'all, <laughs> y'all flaunting the, y'all flaunting that, um, and just, just beef on you real quick. But let's go into it. All right, we don't. Well, have I want to say, I want to say that. Oh, okay, I wanna, my we, fault. I, when I was, I was getting into it. I said we, uh, the fight that we got into, mm-hmm. getting into a fight over mm-hmm. how a memory from our past actually went down. I'm sure that's the the most like boiled down way to present this because mm-hmm. I'm sure people have versions of it. People, I want right. to go talk to. We're getting into the holiday season. You see that um, my brother, uh, our, our artistic, drew out our rundown in a very uh, Xmasy theme, right? Christmasy thing. If we're talking about how to spell it, um, and we'll get to that. And eventually. that pisses me off too. That yes, we, we're well, gonna get to that at the end at the end of the show. That but we, mm-hmm. but I feel like. Jingles the concept bones. of like remembering the, oh no but get to, to the holidays thing okay you know there's holiday movies out and you know we'll, we'll talk about features a little bit later but one thing i saw michelle's was doing a test to see that if she puts anything on that i watch it like she was like she's like put it i didn't even know she was doing this she's been doing a little Hilarious. experiment nice and i've been like very nice detailing her that. what's going on in the film like 45 minutes later because she's not really watching it and she's just doing it to test me she put on a movie featuring, uh, starring Kristen Stewart the, from the Twilight People. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu original. Yeah. And the guy from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Uh, the Benjamin, uh, what is his guy? Eugene Levy, Ben Levy, I believe his name is. The one who won all his Emmys recently. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in it as well. And it's called Happiest Season. Okay. And it's about uh, uh, a lesbian couple going home in oh. Pittsburgh and... The family not knowing that she is a lesbian and she's not out at home. And Kristen Stewart, who is like appearing as a very openly out lesbian, is there dealing with someone who's like doesn't want to become themselves in the family fight that happened and like the the conflict, the resolution, all the stuff that happened. And I was glued. I was glued. I was like, do I just like holiday rom-coms like like that might just be that might just be it but it was romantic comedy it was funny it was it was funny how they were trying to be funny and they like did all the inclusion like the and and they had sibling rivalries like that's Mm -hmm. why i wanted to bring it up Mm -hmm. it was three sisters each of them very different one of them was like the forgotten one she had a a room in the basement the other two was like always fighting for mother and dad's uh approval and one of them was a lawyer and then married a black guy and had twins and but 
her and the the husband start making gift baskets like both stop being attorneys and give gift baskets so like there's like this competition within families i would turn this shit off immediately why just to be clear why that's not my it's not my thing I, i'm not what i'm not a, that doesn't sound interesting like an interesting plot line whatsoever I, I i think about like social inequities and all types of like circumstances that create these romantic comedies and it just pisses me off sometimes so i can't watch them you don't you don't push through things that uh make you uncomfortable no. Do I? I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, look, keep going. So what we happened? What happened? We both met. Or I wanted you. Saw... I wanted you to say. I wanted you to set up because you brought it up at the dinner table. I came in a little bit later, and you brought it up at the dinner table, and that's when things start to escalate slowly as the as dinner was. It ending, was weird. It was weird. It wasn't to even an escalation as much as it was okay. like a story. And then Brandon said, no, it didn't happen that way. And then I said, no, it happened this way. And then he was like, it didn't happen that way. And then we went on, like, and we dropped it for a second. And the tension was still in the air or something. And I just, like, came out of nowhere. I'm, like, sitting on the couch. I done ate. I'm full. Like, just chilling. And I was like, I brought it back up. And I was like, you know, you ain't going to tell me it didn't happen that way. All right? It happened that way. Cletus? Jonathan? That's that's my name for Brandon when I'm not pleased with him is Jonathan. But I was like, you know, it's your it's your it, 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 that was the thing. We got into it a little bit, right? But it's like Oh, it, I wanted you to explain the 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 whole story? The yeah, the story the the, the, the remember the, the thing you gotta give people the candy. The thing the and how you and how I'm you a Pisces, it. right? So it's like I don't let people in at things that I don't want them to, but I guess it's an innocent story. And we could share, but yeah, then what, what but then saying? I don't want to bring up the specifics of it, so we can get back to like, no, Lance, it's not how it happened. And I'm like, we're gonna be, we're gonna do the thing again. I don't want to do the thing again. Let's just no, we're not. It's gonna stick on the rundown. You got you got X amount of time before you got to do something, uh, and, and like we we we're on time. This is this was in the explain the incidents in the rundown. Okay, well that being said, um, I was gonna I was gonna have that lead into Family Feud. Brandon's uh all right so Brandon's birthday how old were you uh I was I was like turning 12 I believe Brandon's 12th birthday and we're at my grandmother's house in Newburgh um small Shout house out. off Janine Drive um Shout out Eastside G hey uh and I don't know what happens. My uncle tells me to like take out the trash or something. Now this uncle is the mean uncle. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all don't, if y'all don't know, and this might be, a, it's, I can't, it can't be like a specific black experience, but I know that a lot of my black friends have this experience. But like one of your uncles is just meaner than the rest, right? One of your uncles is poking fun, doing karate moves on you and random shit, fucking just mean, just mean. Like wake up in the morning, hey, good morning, uncle, and he's like, here's an example, just. <laughs> You know, he's like, get out of my face, little nigga. You know, here's here's an example. When Uncle Monty in this, uh, I, I wasn't gonna say it. his name. You weren't gonna Brandon. say his name. Why I to What's up, Uncle Monty? Yeah, what's I'm you still gonna about? throw an egg on you, nigga. Uncle Uncle Monty, Lance and Lance and my Uncle Monty have been beefing since my wedding. That's since for another Brandon's episode. Wedding. That's another episode. All right, because because they because you know Uncle Monty was the mean uncle. He was the he was. I wanted to say he was the uncle that like when he was coming when he came in. Lance and I frantically put up our toys. 
Man. We were just like, get this kid stuff out of here. Be sitting, looking bored, watching TV. Don't give him shit. He said, to come he said at from you Toy Story. He's, he's like, gonna, he's just going to destroy gonna, your shit just to, just to right. be funny because he thinks it's funny. And but I was going to say, kid. I was going to say, while I've been, while I was like out like in LA and New York where all the times I was away from home, uh, it's actually starting in college and stuff, Lance is starting to mend his relationship with Uncle Monty so much. Man. And he was telling me like, like, you like oh, Uncle Monty's cool, dude. I dude, love like, him. Blah, blah. So then, so there. then I, so I was like, oh, shit. Friendly like, again. okay. So then I started working harder to mend Uncle Monty and our relationship, Hilarious. and that's why I thought we were, and that's and I thought the, it was good. I thought it was at the the peak of it was going to be the wedding. And, and shout it, out to you, Uncle and Monty. it was you know, until uh, a very fun. Other wait, people. wait one second. Mm-hmm. A very fun field day on the beach turned into. Uh, a, 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 a spark that lit a flame into Lance and Uncle Monty's relationship again, and he he almost didn't get a ride back to Louisville what? from from Sarasota, well, Florida. Leave his afterwards. ass in Florida. You you be comfortable. At least you in warm weather. You better you do some mechanic shit. Get yourself back. But it was small. Um, it, it's completely aside from. But this uncle, actually, let's keep it going. So I'm going to throw an egg. He threw an egg at me. It was really immature. He's way older than me. I'm a grown-ass man with a kid in my hand. I was pissed. I was heated. And I have never got to smash an egg back on him. So it's coming, Uncle Monty. Out of all love I have in my heart. We not little no more, right? And that's oh, the thing, man. right? We, 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 we have these, these thoughts of I'm not little anymore because when we were little, there was this bully aspect that was involved in our environment as we was raised. Oh, up, absolutely. Right. So the absolutely. story that Brandon's talking about was an instance of that bullying in childhood where my uncle told me to take out some trash or something like that, right. which I had started to do. And then he said something slick to the point where my mother and, you know, she heard it and she you don't mess with you don't you don't mess with the baby bear like you. Mama bear is going to bite your head off. And it was like some National Geographic shit. Like she went into mode i'm loud my fault no no i'm I'm, I'm bringing both all of us down because we're we are loud period good um so mom goes into bear mode grabs uncle money in a bear hug uncle money is half her size for the most part they're about the same height um she has for my existence always been bigger than him um so he grabs her and they both just bear hugging each other. But my mom kind of got him by the neck while he got her by her uh, curves. It was kind of like she was nicely. like, she was, no, she was like locked up, like where she was like, if you're like flexing like Hulk Hogan or like the Hulk, you're like flexing like the Hulk. Okay. She had her, her arms locked him and he had his arms around her but now he's locked up like he's with his arms like he's out. like erect because she's got him in like this kind of like a so that is correct so mode. that is correct and this is what we kind of got into it because like we have different memories of how things are going brandon <laughs> is brandon is just more clear about different memories that we have throughout our childhood and everything else i tend to just emotion or remember the emotional impact of it but like Brandon remembers, and that is, if I remember, it, it, that is how he was locked up. My whole thing is, Brandon was behind my mother while I was behind Uncle Monty, and yes. I was giving Uncle Monty rib shots. Like, I was punching him in his ribs and his kidneys, like those soft spots, like a, like a, like a boxer, and mom told me to stop. And I, I distinctly remember this because, like, that was my response to 
what happened emotionally. Brandon said that's not how it happened. I just know the only part of that whole thing, just to be clear, the only part of that whole entire story that I say did not happen were the rib shots. Mm-hmm. And that's Both. that's the only thing because like for me, I guess from my side of things, I was I was behind mom. Uh, I think I was remember it like I was sitting down, but I was sitting. I remember seeing, like I moved when you moved, so like mm-hmm. I still remember seeing the three of you, and obviously no shots were hit then. But like I can't tell you what you know you you were doing mm-hmm. behind you. Mm-hmm. But I remember after the whole thing settled down, uh, whenever something like that happens, it's like a perfect time for a child to act out. <laughs> right. So like I remember screaming in my grandmother's house, "Happy fucking birthday to me!" <laughs> So, like, that was, like, how I remember the whole story ending. Lance remembers the ending with him getting some kidney shots in Uncle Mommy. So I mean, I don't is, remember it ending, right? I just remember the kidney shots. Mom telling me to stop, and then I, it was some de-escalation. But, actually, I do remember you yelling something. And it, I remember distinctly it was in a girl voice. Like, it was in a high-pitched voice, because this was before Brandon. I mean, he's 12, right? So, he's in, so it's like, Birthday, you know, he did this oh, off-key man. thing. It was hilarious, dog. Funny. But there's there's fuse that go on in families, right? Yes. Like this is just a regular thing. Yes. And it's one of those. It's those things like you just can't. Even with famous families. Even with famous, I would I would argue that the more fame you get, mm. um, the worse your like the bigger your family feuds go. So if y'all do know, y'all should know. If y'all don't know, that's fine too. Uh, we were on Family Feud. Uh, me and the family, me and my family were on Family Feud some uh, a year back. It's been yes. a minute. We, it's, it's a year. But the episodes just aired in October. And the reason I am excluded from this conversation is because we auditioned as a family mm-hmm. for Family Feud. Uh, I wrote about this before uh, on, on, when I was working at Barstool. I wrote about a blog about this whole Family Feud thing because I was wanted to put, to put promo out from you guys being on mm-hmm. Family Feud. But I also wanted to talk the story about me getting cut out. Mm-hmm. So we auditioned with six people because the Family Feud people tell you if you re, if you audition with five and one of you is a dud, then the whole family's not coming, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we did the whole audition process. I was like very meticulous because I worked in I basically worked in audience department at Letterman scouting all in the audience and also Billy on the street, like in the streets of New York. So I, I knew that there's some type of like casting that was going on while mm. you're playing the game. Mm. So I made us be the last people to go. So we could, cause I knew we'd live a huge impression. And you made we us go last? Loud. Yeah. You was, mom was pissed about it. You don't remember that? Like she's like, wait, man, we should go. I was like, nope, nope. This is, cause I, I held the, I held our sheet until the very last second. I, the games had been going before I put our sheet and it went to that. the bottom of the pile. So that I we were the last. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, B. Yeah. So then we, so we got. I was so we pissed. Got, I'm sitting here like, damn, when they go call us, some bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I just knew we were gonna like, and also it was a longer time for us to play the game, mm. like because there's families that are playing playing at the time, and uh, this is just all in the audition process. It was hundreds and like 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 halls of of people. four halls, three hundred families per. Right. So then, so we went on last. We had a big, big impression. They told us we had a second audition where the six of us got interviewed and we all stood up and said our thing. So, but we knew they're only going to pick five of us. No one in the family thought one of the five wasn't going to be me. Not, not <laughs> Just one person. Just to be completely clear, yeah. everyone did. So then, when it was, I thought God was speaking. I was like, "Oh, beautiful," because my family's got a free trip out to visit us because we mm-hmm. already live in LA. Mm-hmm. I had to fly out to Louisville for the audition. I kind of thought that you would. I thought that, that was a bad move telling them that you was a producer already because they was like, 
I was oh, I was plugging. Maybe famous. I'm crazy. I said I'm a yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah, I said I was a yeah. segment producer. No, I didn't say I was famous. a producer. And you I said I was a there. second producer. Second producer is just a, a an actual industry term job that has an but idea. You're, but you're but you're in close proximity with what they do and the like the the famous thing right so it's like yeah. they need those reactions that are they don't original. want somebody who's going to try to like plug something it's the right, same right, thing right, as right, like right, when right, people right. were coming with the david Le- uh to the late show with david letterman uh-huh. anyone who's wearing a letterman shirt got set in the balcony he's like no we're not we don't want anything or any any type of like ohio logo. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, logo yeah. like hot pink shirts with yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah, wearing yeah. a h h o uh h-o-i-l um yeah you see like dave doesn't want to see that dave wants to see people in chinos and like like just like he thinks his American like stand up audience is, and he's just like we just like splatter him out in front of him. So I knew there's the casting situation to it. So like this is there was a big part of that, but y'all you know. Anyways, well I was saying from the outside looking in, based on when everybody came to Louisville, uh, came to L.A. and it was really fun. Um, it was a great time, and uh, I I got. Uh, I got TT a little too high at one point in time. She had a little edible and she. She went crazy. With play the, the video. Look, if on YouTube, y'all, oh we're gonna play God. the video yes. where I was messing with yes. TT, yes. and y'all, it was that, hilarious. That, that's plugged in. It's and plugged then, in. so then, when I got back from, anyways, what I wanted to say was, it what they don't tell you on Family Feud is, if you get on the show, your family will actually be feuding. Not only the people on the show, but yep. the people around the show. We've had family members come at my mom because they're mad that they use. Goodner family, which was my grandmother's uh, last name, and instead of another family, instead of another family, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. which is wild. I mean, and, and, but, I was, and, but that, and even outside of that, when Michelle and I was picking people up and we came back after the show because we saw the first show and they were the last people to get on, and we couldn't really talk about the show until it was actually on, and uh, they were not. Everyone wasn't happy with each other. Everyone was not happy with each other. The second day y'all was on was the whole day, and y'all was and y'all was. I mean, the way you and mom was going at it, and and TT and Ducky didn't want to come out, and we didn't see Jeff until the day before. So like, it was very tense within the family as they were working on Family Feud. What are you talking about? Family Feud creates feuds within the family. I'm so glad we didn't win a lot of money. Like, if we would have won a lot of money, because Steve tried to give us a little extra cheese on He's like, if y'all win this 100000 I'm going to add another, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I'm glad there wasn't a significant amount of money. Like, the amount of money we got is, like, getting your taxes back. So it ain't, like, right. it, you know, it, thanks. You know, right. and you get the experience. But, like, y'all, my mom had a concussion. For the whole second day of shooting, like hit her head on on in the transfer car heading to the studio, and it was hard, y'all. It was hard. Again, I say it was one of those. Oh my goodness, my mommy's hurt. But like, (laughs) I was thinking about like the month with more money comes more feuding within family. So like, there is a whole bunch of like brothers and uh, just family members, siblings that are feuding. Um, and they got money. Now, I was, like, looking them up because I was, like, I-, I wonder, like, who's the real good ones. They was bringing up these, like, easy ones. Or not these easy ones, but these people who aren't really feuding, like Venus and Serena, On Court Feud, and uh, the Harbaugh brothers, the uh, the uh, Ravens coach and uh, 49ers. Is he still the Niners coach? Jim Harbaugh and what is his other name? What's the other dude? Andrew Harbaugh, Frank Harbaugh. 
Oh, you talking about, oh, Jim Harbaugh and John Harbaugh. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So they was bringing up those, like, those weak, they was bringing up those weak um, sibling rivalries. But I was like, nah, there's got to be some better ones. And one of the best ones that I think is the sibling rivalry between Puma and Adidas. Mm. All right? So, like, talk about it. look, man, if you didn't know, and I'm sure y'all already know, like, people, I feel like people uh, are kind of hip to these things, but I would hope that they... Or, and I don't want to go way to the lowest common denominator. Ooh, always. Hello, always. Hello, lowest common denominator. Yes. Um, of knowledge. Adidas. Right, right, right. Adidas and Puma were started by uh, two brothers uh, from Germany, and these cats came through or came to America, immigrated to America. <laughs> cat. Puma's actually a cat. <laughs> Fire. Um, and Adolf and Rudolf are their names. Adolf and Rudolf, uh, Nazi. <laughs> I'm playing. That's not their name. That's not their name, but they are suspected of having ties with Nazi sympathizers. So, um, they both started feuding when they got to the States and they split their shoe company that they had in Germany, which was very, very productive. It was very, uh, was it was it? like one of the main shoe companies in what Germany. What was it called? I forgot. Uh, I'm looking it up. Go ahead and keep okay. talking. Um, so they moved their shoe company because their family had always been in shoes. How many boots for Nazis did y'all make? Jerk ass. And then they came over here um, and they said, we're going to go different ways. So then Puma, or you know. That's here about us. Shoes. That's here about us. Shoes? It's uh, D-A-S-S-L-E-R. So I don't know how German is pronounced, but that's that formerly they were known as the their last name brothers. It would be like the Newman brothers. Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, so even, so there you go. So imagine you come um, to America and y'all both feel some type of way about, uh, let's say, civil rights, right? While Adidas leans more towards their black culture or culture, their black demographic um, and its uh, co-option of hip hop and uh, all that other stuff, right? They, maybe I'm thinking that that brother was just a little bit more for civil rights. Like, maybe what we did in Germany was bad, and, you know, we shouldn't be doing that again. And then Puma was like, I am a Kruger. I am a Kruger in the in the jungles of the world, and if they are not if they are not Krugers at the well, they are prey. I will kill them. <laughs> is that, that's, you think that was the... Oh, that's definitely the conversation. Yeah, the, my man of oh, okay. Adidas is, like, way more cool, laid back. You know, he speaks slang. The other dude is... Right, Heinz Wein, Heinz Wein Drain. So you're saying, you're you're hoping Raffensburger. Based on what you've researched and what you know, you're uh, hypothesizing or theorizing that what broke them apart was social issues when it comes to being a Nazi sympathizer or not. Human rights in general. Human rights. Um, views in general i feel like that's the breaking point there was another uh another group of brothers y'all so these cats were from ireland um i'm gonna look up their name but they're the brothers of secessionville so during the civil war it was two brothers they immigrated from ireland one settled in charleston south carolina and the other settled um i forgot in northern state like uh, whatever new hampshire and the war popped off the civil war popped off one brother took the side of uh the south and the other brother took the side of the union right they didn't fight each other but they were in the same battle so like so like his regiment was down the street okay from yeah, his yeah. brother's regiment mm -hmm. and they didn't find out till after the war but it's like 
it is where so your views on civil rights i feel like that is what can or not civil rights but human rights is yeah. where you can like all right look i love you as a brother but i'm not cool with yeah i can't i can't know, see the world the way the you decide penalty. to see the world boom right boom so that either money or but then you know just money in general right yeah. these, these are the things that tear or like the apart. accolades of it like you can think about and these aren't brothers but stanley and jack kirby they mm. were the creators of marvel comics and stanley obviously was taking a very political lean uh mm. when he had x-men it was during the time in the 70s that mm. you know to trying to put a mirror up to your society and it's like how people were treating black people and uh you know all, a lot of his a lot of his uh things were politically motivated but he became a superstar you know one of the guys getting in front of the camera a little bit more and it's like this is all him when jack kirby was the illustrator Mm. Jack Kirby was the illustrator for all of those comics while Stan Lee was writing the scripts. And Jack Kirby couldn't stand that he was getting so much pub and he went and started DC Comics. Well, he started a company that became DC Comics. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so like that's that's like a, a, a big split. But it was, it, was, it was less social issues, more ego. But also Stan Lee shouldn't have been like, you know, acting like he should have gave Jack Kirby a little bit more shine. Uh, I don't see why. Uh, obviously, illustrations are very important. Uh, yeah, but storyline it doesn't. You know, what I mean, if it could be a literally a picture of a rock and a twig, but if that storyline is talk about how the rock is always r- driven on and rode on, and the stick is driving in the car, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you know, it's, it's, it turns into a, a thicker and more sustainable, as we see, uh, franchise. So I don't know. I I, I think I'm want to go with but like you said that that disagreement with human rights issues so um sibling conflict you all it says that uh i was reading the story now i'm doing my my research on it and i was like thinking of the psychology behind like sibling rivalries like what the why, why do people even have those rivalries why you gotta as, be like that right why you gotta be like that right. um but they talk talking about this white woman named karen and they go through like all these things that she goes through with her sister, and she's like the only reason why she keeps trying to be with her sister is because of her nephew. It's like I, I want to mm. see my nephew, so I'm going to try to mend our relationship. And he said if she right. didn't have the nephew, she probably wouldn't even care. Yeah, um, so a lot of a uh, lot of how, lot of how uh, that's how a lot of parent sibling or parent child relationships get mended through mm. the godchild. Well, grandchildren, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Grandchildren, mm. yeah, like like Kevin Hart is open about the. We'll get to him next, but his his yeah, last exactly special, he talks specific, specifically about mending uh, the things with his dad, um, and and it was mainly because of Kenzo, his newest son that he had with. He, I don't know how to say his wife's name, but yeah, so that that is a, that's a big part. Like this, the seed is a big. And the importance of being in the lives is a big motivating factor for this. But who are these? Who's the Karen? Who are these? It was a random. Oh, that was just like that was like a case study. A case study thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like published in a, um, and it went deep into a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm like, the famous siblings. Oh, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go with the famous siblings. Well, I was just saying. I was thinking about the famous siblings that are out there. Not all of them are like laced in in uh, in controversy. Uh, as much as them just actually being famous people like Mary uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like with fame, and she, they the got an older sister named Elizabeth. Did you know that? Relevant, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
You said with fame, the fuse becomes irrelevant. It, no, it becomes relevant. Like, it becomes... Uh. So they could be... Mary Kate, listen, y'all. Mary Kate Ashley could probably could fight over whether they like pancakes or waffles. And I guarantee you it's going to be in some, like, publish... Like, where you in the mm. store with some tabloid little thing, right? Like, right. And as we get famous, so, like, Master P. That's a good example. Yeah. And his brother, right? I guess for the most part, they were... I don't know the whole story. You may know it a little bit better than I, I but like... I was hoping you did. I, from what I gather, and y'all make sure you correct us. Please interact with us. We love yes. uh, criticism. Um, Getting them comments. Love them. We love it. Um, uh, something about in Master P's uh, memoir, or not in Master P's memoir, in his brother's memoir, he basically like didn't give mama credit. So imagine me coming out with a book and pretending like, Mom never did nothing for for us. Mom or dad be like they just never did nothing for me. Never mentioned it at all. Or just saying like that like they... talk bad. Like said wow. you know we was out here hungry. Like you know I was uh... I was like making his story more. And Mass P sitting there like nigga, I, you gonna disrespect a mother? I know exactly what she did for you. I Wait, know exactly who's, who's whose mother was saying what. Master all right, like whose bro- brother? What's his name? He C murder. No, is it C murder? See, Marty, yeah, he uh, F the mother inwards because I'm down for my inwards. One of my favorite songs in the uh, oh. iconic beat. That's see, Marty's Bro, track. Benny, Dan, nah, ride for the cause. I'm the nigga. I'm just with, with the, the bit. Balls in, Benny, body. What? Snoop Dogg. Now I'm in jail. Trying to get the name on the wall. Everywhere I go, I got Mr. Magic because I know that I don't care. Hip and that rich. Pouring out your head. Anywhere. Make them bleed is the model that I live by. If you with me, it's a must. You die. These niggas like run, but the. Can't hide, it's like shooting yourself. It's a suicide. Y'all see, I'm the beat. Get them all like work. Oh, we know you. Like, no, man, big work. Just like Soldier Slim Hill, put you in the dirt and have your picture on foot of a t shirt. And whenever when I make moves, I got a hundred with me. That's a lot of people. Just in case I'm out there trying to get me. All my, the down to squeeze the trigger. That's why I'm down for my mother. Get you. So, like, what you talking about when you talk about, like, imagine me writing a book and saying that. Imagine me writing a book and being like, mom didn't do nothing for us. You know, and, and you're the more oh, famous person. And that's you know the mean? reason you're why like Master P is mad at him? Yeah. Wow. And yeah. this is the person, you know, Monica is. Mm-hmm. Monica, so, Monica, and that's why he's mad at Monica. He's like, bitch, stay Master out of here. Master P is mad at Monica? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his word. I don't think that's verbatim, but that's pretty much what he said. Oh, like, stay man. out of here. You ain't, you ain't got nothing. I, I understand you ride or die, but your man's wrong. Said your man's wrong, plain and simple. So like that's why he ain't got no more money on his books and stuff like that. And I'm thinking like, like, cause he came out with the book because he wasn't getting like I think Master P cut him off. At no, some point. Uh, is that the case? Uh, look, that's why you got the wrong, gold ceiling. If you get yeah, the, we wrong, you have to if you us. you would have to have siblings and then cut them off to afford gold ceilings. Yeah. And that's and that's what Master P. I feel had like they were in good terms when the gold ceilings came out. That's when the song came out. So they were on good terms when the gold ceiling. Yeah, go okay. Them gold I'm master sure. P ceilings was just a feeling. Stop it, Kanye. All right. Yeah, that was from MTV Cribs, just to be. No, I know it is, but the the line is from Kanye. Yes. Back when, like, C murder, <laughs> I enjoyed him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he used that. He they he used that. He flipped that for a, tra- a track on Yeezus, um, "Blood on the Leaves." Remember that? Blood on the leaves. And he flipped that from, uh, damn, stop it, Lance. See, this is wrong, black man. Y'all can't remember black women's name. 
some shit. Y'all terrible. Ooh. Y'all ain't worth nothing. Y'all trash, man. Y'all trash. Uh, Simone. Nina Simone. Whew. Nina Lord Simone. Jesus. Yes. Blood on the leaves. I'm glad. God. Yes. I was I was nervous that it was going to be worth it. And it was not. It definitely was. Yes. Good. And I'm thankful for it. Man, one take thing, that extra step. One thing we loved about Kanye West was how he had uh, comedians on his. Very good. On his. Uh, albums to like mm-hmm. help segue through uh it was a couple of month, weeks ago it was the 20th anniversary for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and he had chris rock on that iconic record at the end just kind of freestyling it was so chris good. rock is on uh, uh buster rhymes new album too yes he is yeah yes yeah. Well, um um but uh what i was gonna say was a very underrated feature from a comedian was kevin hart on jesus piece if you remember, it was a it was a resurgence of Kevin Hart again after like the Soul Plane life. It was like it was he was getting popping again mm-hmm. within the black community, and he was on Game's Jesus Peace album. And he was very very funny mm-hmm. um, in between ad libs, but he just put out a special. Yeah. Well, real quick, y'all Perfect. tell us who your favorite uh, comedian interlude or comedian like rap. Feature like who is your favorite comedian? Because like now that I'm thinking about it, D. Ray Davis's on Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah. Oh my God, that is yeah. the most classic comedian. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He killed that commentary. He, it was it was so good. People thought it was Bernie Mac. We thought thought it was Bernie Mac, For which is uh, which speaks to Bernie Mac and his just whole uh, demeanor and character. Yeah. But yes, I saw the special. I, why don't y'all like this? Don't why this don't y'all up. like this? You said people don't say people don't like it. But yes, they, he went. He like. It was a whole TMZ thing. He came out was like, uh, you know, going at people who was like judging the the special. And somebody put a meme said, uh, "Watch this video of Kevin Hart absolutely giving a fuck," right? Because he said the the special's called "No Fucks Given," and they said uh, he's don't 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 f this up. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, that's the name of the special. Why do I think it was no fucks given? I don't know, but even that that same if you flip if you put that into this, whatever you were headline, it still makes sense. So okay. What did they say they said yeah. So the, like he was like, I mean, oh, people, you're there saying, was like you're saying reviews. you're saying watch Kevin Hart f this up. Yeah, because he said on oh, don't f this up. He's saying watch Kevin Hart f this up. No, there was like they said. I think he tweeted. I don't care what y'all. Think about the new special. Oh, so they're saying like he's like hurt in the video talking about the criticism. And they from said the watch the video of him caring about what y'all think about his video, right? So people, have, it was getting yes. mixed views and stuff. And I'm like, and then another person on Facebook was like, why is it that the one uh, Kevin Hart special that I actually find mild, mildly funny is the one that y'all don't like? And I watched it. It was good. It was good because he was a comedian, right? Like. <coughs> Like, I've always thought Kevin Hart was a funny personality or a funny person and not a funny comedian. But in this special, he showed me that he's actually a funny comedian. Like, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm going to set up these jokes. Um, There's notes, right? There's jokes I feel like he could have did better and all the other stuff. But for the most part, they made me laugh. And, you know, they were semi-unpredictable. Like, I didn't know necessarily where they were going to go. Yeah, I've I've always... Just because I'm aspire to to be a, a comedian, I I've always like. For when I watch it, and then I'll watch it again with the captions on, just mm-hmm. to like think of the writing of the joke, mm-hmm. and I've always been happy how how Kevin Hart jumps to 
the upteenth degree of the comedy. Like the his whole set about a zebra, uh, D or Debra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, there's a deer yeah, zebra. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah. That's why he was late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Right? Like yeah, it escalated yeah, yeah, to that. the ridiculous, something that Kim Pill constantly get uh, criticized for because, like, their next level is also, is like hit or miss. But that's the mm-hmm. thing about comedy. It's everything's not for everybody, mm. and everything shouldn't be for everybody. So, mm. Kevin Hart is, is like providing entertainment. That's why when he was going on those big tours and stuff, and I always think there'd be like only like a handful of really laugh out loud moments when that's so funny or uh what's is those thing is why so serious i'm talking about his very very first uh his very first one not the very first one but the one that was it was laugh at my pain was the was one he came out with and then the one after that seriously funny yeah seriously funny. seriously funny I was, i'm acting like I'm, I'm trying to look it up but i just remember it seriously funny that one was like <laughs> quote like it was like it was one of those classic comedy specials that was like so funny Quotable. and then after that he did the i think it was laughing my pain mm. or i said that already for the other one but i'm not sure it was but it was like okay that was when he introduced his father and did the whole you don't learn today Right, so yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. and then the credit card swipe thing is like, say what you see how, see how my, see my, how my credit card system set up, my bank account set up, yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah. Joke. He started. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, so like, come on, man. So this, but that was like, that was like him. That was like a, a funny one that was like, okay. He's still in this in this thing, and then some of them kind of fell off for me because it was the same stuff. But for this one, he was like, why? What do I have left? This is my family. It felt like. I, I felt like he wrote more of it, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I know mm-hmm. he's got a team of people, but like, mm-hmm. it felt like more of that came from like him experiencing, because he'll have some big laugh-out-loud moments at the end of sets. But, yeah, I was, just, I was just very thankful for the craft. But also, I wanted to mention, in the comedy world, how old you are as a comedian, as a stand-up comedian, how long you've been doing it, is how old you are. Mm-hmm. That's like There's a lot of criticism around Pete Davidson, who like really popped his, like, fourth or fifth year in comedy when like a lot like or fourth maybe third or fourth honestly mm-hmm. i think he was on snl around his third yeah four, fourth year doing stand-up doesn't matter people talk about like that's how old you are right mm-hmm. so i was appreciating seeing what it was what like x amount of years into this mm-hmm. that kevin hart has been because that's one thing he's always been doing mm-hmm. it's just been doing stand-up and starting doing stand-up so all of the, like jumanji's and all this other stuff that's like really not for me specifically right now, like you know, I don't, that's not the type of, or whatever him and Rock do. Central Central yeah, Central Intelligence. So, he did the one with uh, Will Ferrell. Where he's like, but you don't uh, see how he writes those. Like I feel like his comedy is always situational, and if I was to see it, if it was illustrated, it would be funnier. So like in the in this past special when he was doing jokes about like the dude wiping his butt when he was paralyzed and stuff like yes, that, right? Yes. Those are those are. I'm gonna get you good. I'm gonna get you good. (laughs) No way. I clean you good. I clean you good. I clean you good, man. It's my first famous ass. Um, y'all, that that I mean that like those things are better seen. I feel like, but there's something about the stand up that's just like because the the pain. As soon as you set those things up and put images to those things, then that's the version of it. Versus hearing it for stand up, we're all envisioning a different guy. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. less in the casting and more of like whatever. So like in your own mind, you're creative enough to come up with a joke. That's why like it's I think it's best done on a stand up stage. And then after that, adaptations like people who do uh, illustrations or animations to 
stories that are told on podcasts or in stand-up. Brian Regan, I know somebody, like, people were, like, drawing stuff. There's a whole comedy, Comedy Central series of, like, illustrations of comedy sets. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. But it's because it's still kind of whimsical. Once you actually put a physical human there, yeah. then, like, that guy is Jose, who's wiping Kevin Hart's ass. Right, and, like, right, 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 see, right, like, that's right. the guy. Like, he can look like Gabriel Iglesias or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, but at this point, I'm like, I just, whatever I m- imagined is, is my, that's my person. I think that's interesting. I think that, I think that being, um, I, I think that, like, he shitted on people uh, with his, he was a rapper doing comedy. Like, because his comedy has changed, right? He has money, right? And that's another thing that I like to see in my comedians is that you are growing with your actual life. So your comedy is coming from these real places. He made jokes about um, his kids being in private school. He made jokes about um, dealing with, like, his kids flying on a regular... Uh, oh, private that jets. That was hilarious. Flying yes, on private jets. He said, he, he said they caught. They would have been in Baghdad. You would have thought they was in Baghdad. <laughs> like, dang, dang. Like, like, that was hilarious, right? So those... I love seeing my, my comedians grow. Um, you know, that's what Chappelle's that's true. doing. That's true, yeah, exactly. But, but exactly. there's something that misses that doesn't take you... Like, once you lose your connection, right? So, like, what Kevin Hart... Kevin Hart did his whole thing in his house, right? He, yeah. That's why I say he was shitting because, like, his comedy club in his house was sick. Yeah. You can only imagine what his oh, man. entire, the rest the of his house looked like. Like, and to be that that's small. That's the theater room in his house. Bro, what? What? Yeah. I wonder if he has a room that he can get in that only, like, his height could get in. <laughs> anyway, like a trip, so. Door. Yeah, because, like, I want one. Like, it, it fall to a ball pit. And then it's a Krispy Kreme in the wall. That's going to be my dream house. So, like, comedians, and when they get famous, like, Dave Chappelle, he goes to his small town, right? And he connects back with the small town and rural people. So, therefore, his comedy, you see how his comedy was hitting on all levels of class, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Hart was one of those braggadocious rappers where it's like, I don't know this life that you're living, but I can see it, and I'm going to imagine it in my head. Yeah. Like, I'm going to imagine your kid flipping out from going on regular flights right. versus private jets. But to tell you the truth, Kevin, I've never been on a private right. jet. But also, he, he kind of left it and closed it. Uh, he basically closed it up to be a level of, like, fantasy as well, mm-hmm. the way he ended it. And I hate it. I hated it when I saw it, but I like it now. In retrospect, I've seen it, seen it another time. But him waking up out of bed and like, what's going on, Kevin? Like, what's dream. And she was like, I had a dream. And stand up. Everyone, I'm Jerry Seinfeld's house. I've never been to Jerry Seinfeld's house. Like, that was like his like closing thing. Because he didn't even do Jerry Seinfeld's voice right. Well, like, you got to do Jerry like this. But all those things still could be true. Like, that still could be his house. Mm. You know what I mean? But that could have mm. been just a setup for the special. Like, mm. a, like an outdoor-ish thing. But we're going to still imagine Kevin Hart, when he's practicing his own stand-up, going down a, a, a corridor and popping up in this theater room with the stage and a brick oven pizza. Have you had a brick oven pizza? Yeah. Oh my god, Brandon. What? They're amazing. We went to a casino oh, yeah. and had one. Nice, nice crispy. Waited, char. waited for a long time. Char. You're eating the charcoal. It yes. was, it was, but we need to. We do need to move on. But I wanted it. to mention. Uh, I I put out my my stand up set uh, for Black Friday, Yo. and I am going to continue to put out jokes and try to push the narrative of that. Uh, my journey to become a comedian. Like this is what I want to do so i figured this whole experience can be a startup for what i want to do and if i want if i want to be able to 
be a comedian by the time I'm 33, get my get my get my money from writing jokes. I got some time to do. It's three years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, broadcast it to you guys. So uh, this is me making my dreams come true or not, and we'll we'll figure it out together. But I, that was the beginning of that set, so I had to get hey, off my chest in mind. And I was talking about people that are just like like comments. There's these comments in that in that thing is ridiculous. But we have to we have to be quick. We have to continue to, to pace down. Um, let's move into. Uh, Oh, famous, famous feature. It's all right. So you all, y'all, look, feature famous. Um, I will be featured in uh, Actors Theaters Romeo and Juliet in February. Hey. I will be playing the role of Mercutio. Um, Brandon actually helped me a lot during this. He has, he has a Thank lot of you. background experience. Um, I should have listened to him when he said, get the book with the notes, with like Shakespeare's notes to tell footnotes. you with the footnotes because like when you're doing a play like that um i was putting my own emotional effect to it and <laughs> that made shit so hard so i'm like you know <clears throat> that's not this is just the line y'all know but um romeo through uh, is that romeo through yonder window and i'm over here like juliet is that romeo through yonder window he's like hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> like you you not that cool, bro. Like do it do it softer. So that was just a whole bunch of adjustment, which is wild. Yeah, I think uh, I did uh, Taming a Shrew, uh, the film adaptation of that. Speaking of uh, feature famous, uh, that feature film was Heath Ledger, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, Julia Stiles, and the Shakespeare. So that that was like a reference point, but the Shakespeare footnotes let you know like where the inflections are like kind of brings it to like modern terms and so you're understanding why you're saying it how you're saying it uh because it modernized like when i was uh, uh memorizing a monologue for that movie this guy is brought in to marry this unfortunate brute of a woman uh that w- was not hearing any suitors or whatever mm-hmm. so like there was a bunch of like verbiage of like basically shakespeare's rapping a lot yeah I'll and like you gotta bro, like understand black, why why <laughs> he was black i swear to god he was black but you have to understand he came with, from africa but with rapping with rapping you had there's reference points you know what i mean like i remember i remember when we were in la years ago i started seeing no and then the blue cap emoji from like little baby and i was like what is that? I have to find out what this means. And it was a month long search, and I found no cap wow. afterwards, like by looking at a bunch of different Atlanta, like trying to like figure out the verbiage. Cause like you don't even like the reference points have to be there, or else you, you don't even know what there. they're talking about. You have no or, like, idea. Like why, why they're inflecting here and they're not inflecting there. So I can't imagine the world you were in just like trying to oh like, like speak a different language. You're like, okay, there's a O right here, so I'm gonna get loud at this It's an O apostrophe E R. Over? You want me to say yeah. or? Yeah, no, it's not or. It's or. It's not yeah. o. It's not or. It's these or. Are the, but these are things probably that would have helped if there was uh if there wasn't COVID. If you're like doing this in person with people. Oh my god! If it was I mean? in like, person, yeah, you could feed so. off the energy. Yeah, this shit yeah, was yeah. wild. Yeah. But like one of my co-stars, um, shout out featured uh, Isaiah Fish, great poet from the city. He hit me up and said, "Are you done filming? Should I be feeling like this? Like this is just." <laughs> Like I, I just think that I just can't get it right. And like he's going this through it. I was like, hey, good. bro. I was like, hey, I, I died already, fam. So, good luck. 
<laughs> I'm like, y'all, y'all, you're, you're filming it chronologically? Yeah. Yep, oh, my yep. God, that's so funny. As soon as my scenes was done, I was like, <laughs> it's like, it's a rap from a QCL. That's a, that's a big part, though. Yeah. It's a big part. That's what people say, Romeo's Brandon. Best they, friend. Somebody, you it's know, it was like, it was like people come, it was like, it's Romeo's the main character, but people come to see Mercutio. Yeah. I was like, don't flatter me, Charles, or whatever. It's crazy. Whatever Getting big shit. parts is like, I, I when I did that and I got um, Petruchio, or Petruchio, however you want to pronounce it, um, he's like the, the, I don't even know how to do it, but like he's, he's the suitor of the lead. So mm. there's like that level of thing. And I was so surprised because the year before, we just did Into the Woods, and I was Prince Charming. I had one song that I had to share and, you know, a couple, like, decent lines, but it wasn't, like, a big part like that was. So, like, that's – it's fun, and Shakespeare's fun. I took – you said I experienced – I had two Shakespeare classes in college. Nice. Uh, Shakespeare in film and violence in Shakespeare. Actually, I think I had another one, too, but um, – but anyways, then those were always just fun because it's just – it's a whole other world, but it's yeah. fun. It's fun over there. I, I got no. I noticed. I noticed that the best actors kind of come from that world, or had had did some traditional like world. Oxford training and stuff like that. But yeah. I wanted to keep going with the feature. Like you got featured. I was. I woke up one morning and seen that our podcast. I seen that like I was tagged in something from Maybe I'm Crazy, and I was like, Maybe I'm crazy, but maybe I'm crazy. Don't tag people and shit. Right, I was like, I was like, what is going right, on here? Right. I was like, I was like, I was flashed back to like three years ago. I'm like, is Brandon work here again? What is going on? And then I watched the little clip that they have, yeah. and I was like, oh, 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 you know, I was like excited. No. I was like, that's so cold, man. Yes. I was like, man, you know, I mean, it was like, shout out Joy. Joy has retweeted one other thing that I posted that I that I like tweeted yeah. when I tweeted that she said it takes twenty years to create a overnight star. Yes, right. Yeah, I yeah. tweeted that right, and yeah. she tweeted it, and it got me like five, ten followers. <laughs> Right, like, like 38, 38 little oh, retweets. Love the click through rate. Oh, uh, what? Yes. Nice little, nice little almost to the hundreds and light and hearts. Yeah. So I was like, hey, yes. good looking. Joy. And it's like, you can be famous by proximity. Like, don't fuck around and do people wrong or in, in, in right places. Fam. It's all about, it's all that. That's so, when it's so, it's so cool to see because it's all about energy and people and realness and, and joy is just like a very real one. And I, it was, it was so fun doing the podcast with her and uh and like obviously since everything's happened but shout out yeah shout out to uh heller and donnie and donnie, ari and heller, ashley ari ashley t t i functions with you y'all yes. come to the city man y'all come to louisville i'm gonna show you a great time john hill jeremy john, bimbo uh, jimmy bimbo jeremy jeremy yeah jeremy he's got a movie coming out hit and run i got we got we got support when we see that i'll, I'll do famous. that um, right, jeremy but uh jeremy um, Am also I not like a, Jeremy? A, I, I don't know. Jeremy? Don't, Jeremy with a G? Many, how many different times? No, it's J E R M Y. Jeremy. <laughs> can't be Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy? Jeremy. We had a Friendsgiving on Maybe I'm Crazy, and it was it was all always great. And, and uh, you know, I think about that whole process. And obviously, you sent that to me while I was in the thick of writing out, because uh, it was Friday morning, I believe, and I was writing out. The set that I was going to do mm. uh, later on. Now, so I was in the thick of it, but I was so happy to, to see that they were showing love because they wanted to talk about it, and I was just in some chopping up mode. I don't know. I don't know. I think 
if anything, I've been too loose with podcasts. I do like the structure and the, the preparation and the research. So I wish I would have did a better service to plugging Podical Sons on that podcast and that big platform. But the homies love, the homies still love me. You know they I mean? love you. The homies still love they me. They love what, you. And, I, and that's why it's been so much fun. I said, I'll get back to playing to an audience of one. And maybe I'm crazy. Michelle and I was talking about all the hate that I was getting from the, the stand-up set that I put from Barstool fans. And I was, uh, whatever you want to call them. But I, And I was, she was like, well, you've been hardened to that because, like... People like maybe I'm crazy. People rejected you so strongly, mm-hmm. like when you were putting because there is a realness too. If you're in the sports media zone and you like follow sports media, you think to yourself, I could do what that person is doing to that level or not better. Mm-hmm. And if you feel that way, then you probably would dislike that person, yeah, sure, right? That's sure. like where the hate comes from. Like, I could be doing it better, but like, if you're not, you're not, right? right? Like, right, that's right, just right, like right, the, right, the right, point right. of it. But the hope, but anyway, so that's why a lot of people were coming to me and it was black people just like destroying me like very good comments and I like had a heart in my core. The first thing that was offensive to me Square up. Was not offensive, but it was very funny. I thought this was a very creative but somebody said, Man, get this trans boy off my television <laughs> talking about sports. <laughs> trans boy is like such a wild diss. <laughs> Trans boy, and that was like early on. So I was just like, "All right, yeah, everything else is great." Nothing, nothing, nothing's worse. Nothing's better. If you made that comment, fam, and you still like following him so that you can hate on him regularly, and you're listening to this right now, please leave a comment. Yeah, I have a shout. I have a spread love mask (laughs) for for that mouth because. That one just needs, you are good. (laughs) I mean, without a beard, Brandon, without a beard. That was fun. It's funny, and that's what, like 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 having fat days and stuff. That's like the authenticity of the podcast universe. I just I'm, uh, uh, I don't know am, if am I'm I don't with. know if I'm ready for it. So I like, think, yeah, I think that's something that you have to. I have to. I had, I'm going to I have to my, filter. Yeah, I'm going to have to filter this. Yeah, you're because like I will go. I will like, and I'm thinking, and I'm like looking at. It, I'm like, don't respond, Lance. Don't respond, Lance. Oh, you're talking about actual, like, actual Yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. Little, little comments. Oh, yeah, we were talking, Michelle and I were talking about that of, like, it's, I mean, you, yeah, there's a, there's just a, because even, I, I was feeling weird when people were saying, like, oh, it took a lot of balls to put that up there, like, bonus, and so I was like, I don't know how, like, you just got to be you, yeah. like, and, like, unimposed, like, the part that you're, this is what I had struggled the most about, the part of you that you're most embarrassed about, mm. you got to push that too. Mm. You can't hide it and you can't censor it. And it's very easy to do so. But like, that's where people start to relate. Like that's the right. Realness. The like you got to see. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you just got to, got to push through it. Cause you know, so you get better from it. So yeah, like there's, you can't like jump over a hurdle until you get it on wax. And you're like, I don't like that about me. I got to fix that yeah. or craft it to a way that it is, you know, like what I just did with my voice, like you know, that mm-hmm. could be embarrassing for some. Like, but like you go into certain hoods and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like with black people, like it's so funny talking about Joy when I was around her and brought into like some of her circles, and it was like some like some hood and like some 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 yes. real ones, some yes. really yes. Real, real ones, ones. you know, yes. With, yes. with the Tims. Yes, the real uh, ones. They were just looking at me, it's like. And I'll just end up being in their mind being a jester. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, get that pass. It's just like, yep. oh, this is funny. Oh, he's funny. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, funny. funny. That's, a, that's what he's funny. Yep. 
Oh, that's he. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that'll survive. That that is how you survive <laughs> in. in hey, y'all, in impoverished areas. All right, I'm gonna tell you if you don't have a talent or a skill, like you are going to be swept up in the like. Because it's like what the, like normalcy. athletes do that too. Like they hide. Right, sometimes like, right. He's a football uh, he's player. He's a football player. Let don't him mess chill. With him. Yeah, he's like, a comedian. He's a he's poet. Going somewhere like, type of thing. Yeah, that's 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 true. Yeah, be the funny guy. Yeah, just be a funny be guy. Be a funny guy. Yeah, right. And that's that's what we that's what we try to be do. the funny guy. That's what we're trying to do. I do want to uh, not at the expense of other people. You get you shot. Right, but I but I am I'm I'm happy that you're going on this journey. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. I'm going to call you, you well. for this advice because uh, like we're going to see. I'll, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to see. through is forward. Ain't nobody going to say it to my face. That's going to be my that's going to be my like complete. That's going to be my complete thing that I just kind of filter all this stuff through. You ain't going to say it to my face. Oh, my God. Like, Somebody commented just on this last one. Uh, great job, Nigar Brandon. It was like they said, they spelled out N-I-G-G, but they put a hyphen on the, or an accent on the E, E-R, Brandon. Um, and I was like, if this all you got. Yeah, come harder. What? It's just, but it's, I mean, it's just like, like they got to get it out. Oh, the, wait. Y'all keep listening. We're going we gonna to start getting into my philosophies and thoughts about race and social inequities and different things that I'm sure for a fact are going to uh, get you guys a little bit flustered, especially if we got any of you uh, stool bar crappers. Somebody, that same person commented uh, three hours ago, what a Negro. That same person. Like who fixes their their fingers to write these things? It was what a yeah, what a negro. I think it's like what a negro. It's like what I think uh, it's I think when it's when they like, saw like on on Django when they saw Jamie yeah, and the horse, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. <gasps> what a negro. <laughs> so they're like marveling. They're what? marveling at my work. Thank a you negro. so thank you so much, whoever was out there. Um we did want to. We gotta go deeper. I was I was gonna go deeper, but I don't even want to go. We we no. not even gonna acknowledge. Listen here, feature famous haters. We're not gonna make you famous. Actually, you make yourself famous because mm. you doubting and you saying that we ain't mm. and we are, and you just gonna see. Just wait to see. All right, that's all we gotta say. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to mention real quick. My prediction is almost coming true, y'all. All right, Biden broke his foot. Um, yes, Biden broke his foot, and. This is just, we ain't even two weeks, two months into yes. his presidency. Yeah, tell so the people your prediction again. My prediction is that something will happen. Biden will serve for two years. Something will happen. And Camilla will then. Be, Kamala. 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 Jeremy and Kamala. Kamala. Miss Harris, pre, Vice there President Harris. Vice President Harris um, will be the president, the first woman first black or person of um, minority descent or, you know, the mongrel races. I hate when they say, like, black or or co person of color. I feel like, like, she's a woman and, like, she comes, all those backgrounds that she has is irrelevant because y'all see her as a black woman. Like, so either just say black uh, or don't say nothing at all. That's a good take. That's that's how that's, that's just take. how I feel. Cause that's like you take. start saying all the other stuff and it turns into this George Wallace rant. I feel like I know it's like the politically correct George Wallace. Michelle rant. brought up the term preachy when she was talking about my set. She was like, "I like it because it was not not, not preachy." And I said, "People talking about that, I don't understand that per se." Because it feels like I if get I'm preachy. getting my, like, but but that's but I I think it is a. Um, 
it's dealer's choice mm. what is preachy, mm. in my opinion. Mm. So it's very hard to always stay on the level where you're not doing that because, especially on podcasts, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we doing? We're talking this entire time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, look out for that. Because, okay. oh, I want to, I'm going to send you something. It was something, it was in an article, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. But on this article, specifically, what you're talking about, predictions, also mine prediction is coming to a head as well. Did you see LeBron James' son's growth spurt? I didn't. It's he's a uh, he's a uh, he's 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 gotten a lot bigger. So my prediction of them playing on the team together is I'm just saying that the the growth mm. he's smoking the weed and he's getting in trouble for it, but he's doing his body good. Uh, Yo, but on this no. article, uh, Biden diagnosed with fractured foot after slipping while playing with dog. That's now, sure. it, I mean, if if people who voted for Trump aren't rejoicing right now, right. not at his downfall, right. but just that, like, whatever Sleepy Joe name was, yeah. like, it's more brittle Biden. Because, like, Biden. It, he's, he's, he's slipping and playing. Now, Samuel I like the Jackson. fact that he's moving. Because you said when he had that, when he spoke, when he was, like, exp- he had that jog out. Man, he, he was jog- minute, I was so nervous. Right? He was jogging for I a minute. I was nervous. So he wants to show you, like, he likes to be mobile. And also, somebody who fractures a foot is putting themselves out there to be active to True. potentially, like, get the dog. Right, you know what I'm saying? Which I, so he's he doesn't he's young he's young at heart and in mind, which is good. But his body, though, when we're talking about Joe Biden's actual body, Biden's body, 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 yada 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 body, broken foot, old skin. Latoya thinks I like that video because of the dancers and you know choreography, the provocative choreography, and I really just enjoyed the song. Like it's I a think good that flip. is, I think it's a great song. It's I think she has like thing. good lyrics. Yeah. Um, she be spitting. Meg she be spitting. spitting. Meg spits. Yeah. Meg now spits. the fact that there are attractive women gyrating their yes. flesh is just an additive. I don't, you know. Right. So it. they do a good job of when they present things to America. They do a good job of putting in a wrapping in a nice bow for how you would like it to mm-hmm. be. Have you seen that video? Uh. Probably not in this full. Have you like, seen? So you haven't seen the video or the challenges. You know people oh yeah, are doing the challenges. challenges. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. That's right. how I knew. That's how I knew the moves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You made that video? up. The video is very BDSM. BDSM. Bondage. Oh, BD. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bondage and submission. I guess that's what it stands for. Or is it bo- bonding, dominating? I don't know what the S stands for. Is there a, a, a submission? S- submission and. Hey, slide into the comments. Let's know what BDSM means. Like, you know, some, <laughs> some, some, some stuff should be left to 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 the imagination. But anyways, uh, getting off feature famous. Those are things we're featured in. As we're featured in more things, we will you know bring it up. But uh, and do we yeah, got things. We're famous. We got things in the work. Yeah, we got we got things coming. And then <clears throat> Lance is marquee take. It, this this take that Lance is getting into. We're getting into. The, Lance's take season. I have to clear my throat, but I'm just going to speak through it. We're getting into Lance's take season, yeah, right? We passed, this is we passed this one is of the takes this is one of this is my this is so much coveted as his take. It's like my if you know my rhetoric, uh, dinosaurs don't exist or sharks are products of the government. Like like <laughs> that that that's my bread and butter. Like those things I I will those hills that I will die on. This is his. So. Rock it out. Two hills, all right? I'm going to give... This is the season. I haven't done it on Facebook. The last time I shared it on Facebook, it was quite popular. Um, it did, did great numbers. Um, viral. Chili does not 
does not have noodles in it. All right, you do. You are not supposed to put noodles in chili. That's the number one hill. And then the second hill, because we're in chili season, right? Y'all are getting cold. Y'all are making chili. True. And y'all are putting y'all noodles in it, right? That comes from some, you know, you were you were you were impoverished and you had to make that chili stretch a few days. You ain't got to do that no more. You live where you live and you watching this on what you watching this on. You can afford to buy the meat to just make proper chili. All right. Secondly, hey y'all. Fuck Christmas. Alright. Now now I mean it's fuck Christmas. Big 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 time fuck Christmas. But like the reasons why, alright? And we're gonna to get to these reasons why. I'm not even gonna like put them all out on this one podcast because it's gonna take several podcasts. Shout out to New Pod Flow. If you go check out their episode, I forgot what episode it is. Um, but it's their holiday I episode. I think it was uh I just was did some research into the new pod flow podcast and their I think it was episode 69. If you want to go look, go look, it was episode 69. Episode 69, I talk about my disdain for the holiday that is <clears throat> Christmas. But Christmas is holiday famous. There are other um, celebratory things you can do during this season. Me and my family like to uh, celebrate Kwanzaa. All right? It's just what. And I make up In this household? The Kwanzaa. Uh-huh. And nice. I'm, we did, we've done it for three years now. So it's, I'm still kind of getting my traction. And Look like, at me. I'm, I'm over here thinking together. I know no one who celebrates Kwanzaa. And my brother, my brother right under my nose. If it was a snake, he would have bit me. Karinga. All right. Out this mug. All right. What is, what is, how do you celebrate? Well, you want us to go into History of Christmas first. I don't want to, I'm going to put I'm, Kwanzaa I'm, on this No, the his, oh, okay. So just real quick. History of Christmas, um, pagan holiday, right? It was made to worship the sun. They used to set trees on fire, pine trees, where pine trees grow in the North and European and um, Eastern European places. All right. They would burn a pine tree under the moon as a symbol or a sacrifice to the sun to come back out again. Right. You cold as shit. Um, the sun is going to be your main God. Right. It's providing all your nutrients. So just like they worship the uh, sun God in Egypt, um, same time around the same time, they doing that in Europe. But Rome is coming through and they like, hey, hey, fam, hey, fam, hey, fam. Y'all can't be doing that. That's that's not of God. But people were so about their holiday. They was like, we still going to have our tradition. You got us messed up. So Rome was like, I I bet we we can't keep going to battle with y'all over this. Just throw in some crosses, some throw in some crucifixes, throw in some like angels, like throw in some stars, right? Where we can kind of make the story match our story so that we all look unified. Cause y'all look crazy. Y'all look stupid burning this pine tree. And what I'm saying is like, let's get back to that. Let's get back to it. It became this. So they Christian light the Christmas thing. on fires. The lights are to signify the, the tree, the being, tree being lit on fire. Yes. We've added angels in the, for the for who's who's side what side of it wanted the guy who believes Rome, in God Rome, Rome's but they were but they what, what were the, I, maybe I missed this what were they what were they were they celebrating Jesus' birthday Oh no 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 they they weren't they, nobody um I mean where did that part of the tradition come into Literally Romans being like what can we attach what importance can we attach to this pagan holiday because they just will not stop celebrating it. Like mm. they just keep celebrating on the thirty first. This is the first year, thirty first or twenty fifth, right, okay. right, right. It's like they keep doing it. We gotta, we gotta say, you know, have an equal importance to where they're. We it can look like they're worshiping what we're talking about. So they said God was born on the twenty fifth. That was not the case. Um, yeah, the not, Romans. You don't think that's not, that's not the truth? 
that he was born on Christmas Day? Uh, yeah, who, who the fuck knows? He was born in a manger. Was there like a nurse there to like take his tally? Was there somebody there to be like? What do you mean? Days and times and all that other stuff was like, it was like seasons, right? So it wasn't like a day. It wasn't what we understand as daytime and everything. And what, I guess what, my question is, date. do you know for a fact that Jesus was not born on Christmas Day? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. Well, how did Santa Claus get introduced to the narrative? That's uh, another one. It's like um, that's when capitalism. So when capitalism took the no form actual of, Santa Saint Nick. Uh Saint Nick was introduced. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. We've got no 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 because he was introduced. Okay, okay, because you can do your research and then we'll bring it up. It's gonna I'll be that, yeah. Long. I would like to be more specific. Yeah, because I, I could tell you the exact. I mean, yeah, maybe have I, I, I was putting you on. I'll I'll send you specific questions and you can research around it outside of the things you want to say normally. But next yes, podcast, someone, I'll give you all some good some good factoids about yeah. um, when Jesus and Santa Claus was born. <laughs> Great way to putting it. I was I'm uh, as someone who doesn't have a a regular job outside of some uh, getting paid for some independent projects. Uh, Christmas is daunting for me as well. So the money is a uh, is a uh, is a big thing, um, and that's why I think. And when this happens, I think you just pour a little bit more heart into it. There you go, and see what you get on the back end. There you go. You know what I mean? There just, you go. Just try a little bit harder. We got all week, fellas. All month, all month to to, all month. to get it. Because you guys are listening to this in December, you just know, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just know, like you're getting it. You need to the first. We're getting into this holiday season. This holiday, holiday season. Do not stress yourself. It's COVID. It's like nobody's expecting you to have some grandiose Christmas time during yeah. one of the worst financial and health <laughs> pandemics that we've ever seen. So. We're ending out with T's and P's. T's and P's. Uh, I want to say thoughts and prayers to our parents, everyone who's listening to this, your parents, uh, whether they're here with you or not. But we definitely, I'm thankful for having our parents in our lives. I know a lot of people don't. Uh, I know it's the, and it's, I can't imagine what that would be like with that. I, 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 I don't necessarily lean on that support as much as like it is very much a, a comfort blanket knowing that we have uh, our parents here and they want to be a part of our lives because it's it's troublesome if they're not if they're around and exist and they're not in your life it's troublesome if they've been taken from you uh because uh, they're no longer with us uh it's it's troublesome so i want to thankful for our parents and, t- and thoughts and prayers to the health of everyone's parents who's listening to this and if you're our parents thank you and and continue on the good fight yeah because we're getting into that generation y'all we're getting to that generation where we're becoming our elders right where like we have to be leading the thanksgiving dinner we have to be taking on the mantle of keeping people together and healing the family wounds and so on and so forth and our parents are dying so like thoughts and prayers to my man eric um my man eric golden we went to elementary school together he's also a good friend um his mother just passed away um that was like really sad that hit a lot of really hard people that i know right like imagine when like hard news hits harder people like you see emotional state that you just you just ain't really um ready for so thoughts and prayers to everybody who's like losing a family not just the covid but just in general right it's always hard um my buddy jj just lost his grandfather Mm -hmm. donnie who i was speaking about maybe i'm crazy i just got a text from heller that he lost his mother um that's and that's mainly why i was trying to you know Thinking of, of being thankful for what we have and and, uh, 
and hold on that. But as the parents as a whole, I want to pivot to shout out Michelle, my wife. She has a WTFTM on Instagram. It's what the first time mom, and she lays out a lot of different things. And she's her and her friend Brenya. Brenya is overseas in Germany. Her boyfriend's playing hockey over there. Uh, boyfriend, husband. Excuse me. Sorry about that, Mark. Love you. Um, mm-hmm. her and Larkin. Um, but they're they're working on this blog together. Michelle just put out a uh, a template for um, a template for women asking for time off from their employment mm. for when they are time to get pregnant. It's nice. a very stressful time to you know women are and mothers are you know prolonging the human race Straight and <laughs> that like beg to get the time off to to go continue to ridiculous. bring people into ex- existence so shouts out to us especially to, to michelle and uh you know her entrepreneurial project that she's going through helping out first-time mothers which is uh, you know always going to be a good thing and always will be a thing straight up straight up thoughts and prayers y'all all right um and last thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers to um anybody who's been beat up by who we underestimated. So Nate Robinson, mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to you, brother. Oh, man. Um, Roy Jones man. and Mike Tyson, thoughts and prayers to y'all, bro. Y'all gave us a nice little we old as shit. Uh, I didn't fight. see the fight. Did you see the fight? I didn't see the fight, but I got the like play by play. Yeah. And I mean, they just... I, they showed us Nate getting knocked out by Jake Paul, and that's a, and I I loved that. I mean, the concept is and what because you you get shout out to Trista Crick. She interviewed Jake Paul. And she uh, suggested I watch this really good interview, and it just proves like if you can so- focus all of your time and energy on doing something, then you have the opportunity. Jake Paul is a person on the internet and habits of the internet. People of the internet, creatures of the internet, know that you just gotta all the way focus in on something to get it done. I think Nate Robinson may have a little bit more money, mm-hmm. a little bit more time, a little same bit more thing. responsibilities when it comes thing. to his kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that to to handle. And he can't be hundred percent de- like dedicated. Yeah. When I was boxing in New York, mm. that was so much fun. It's crazy because it's like the cesspool of what COVID was, and it was a bunch of old people sweating, and sharing showers and shit. Uh, yeah, and, and and sparring and you know all this stuff. But it was so great, and I was thinking. And Kevin Hart talks about it in special too, uh, boxing. But I was oh, it's so much fun. And obviously Jake Paul just like he was he looked like a boxer. He did. He looked like a boxer he out did. there. And Nate Robinson looked like a dude who was trying to fight a boxer. From the hood. <laughs> like a dude from the hood. You know, Sounds out to the hoods of Washington, where Nate Robinson is from. Um a weird fighting stance, fam. Yeah, Bring mugs weird. in shoot them dukes oh, man. thank y'all for watching or listening to uh episode five episode five um, we alive we're all live. right we live baby the next episode is gonna come via zoom and some yeah. other stuff yeah all right so uh y'all be prepared for that y'all still gonna get the same uh, content and quality and we can't wait to see y'all in the next one He said, Podcast. he said, he said, Podcast. he said, he said, Podcast. Podcast. Uh, you know what it is. We're getting out of here. We have fun with y'all. Shout out to my. <laughs> I'm gonna egg you when I see you, nigga. I'm gonna put an egg on your shit. Yeah. Bye bye.